the Owlcast, the official podcast of ACS Athens. Listen to the exciting story of the American Community Schools of Athens. Check out what drives all the members of our international community of learners as we create the education of the future. Here's John Papadakis. Welcome to this week's Outcast. Middle school, as seen through the eyes of adolescents, is a time of new experiences and new challenges. They are presented with a more diverse and rigorous curriculum, including subjects like science, social studies, and mathematics, which can be both exciting and intimidating. They are also exposed to new teachers and classmates, which can lead to new friendships and social dynamics. Middle school can be a time of self-discovery for a student. They are beginning to form their own identities and develop a sense of self. They are exploring new interests and hobbies and finding out what they are passionate about. At the same time, middle schoolers are navigating complex social relationships and learning to understand and manage their emotions. They are learning to navigate the challenges of peer pressure, bullying and the ups and downs of friendships. Academically, middle school can be a time of increased responsibility for students. They are expected to take more ownership of their own learning and to develop good study habits. This can be a big adjustment for students who are used to being more guided and directed in their education. Our guest today is Bobby Zervas, a Chicago native who moved from a different continent and a different career to become an English language arts teacher in our middle school in Athens. Mrs. Zervas talks with us about the challenges and rewards of the classroom, especially when you have to face the insecurities and unique abilities of students of multiple languages. Another interesting topic we attempt to tackle is the merit and importance of language arts, especially when students cultivate conscious citizenship through learning the language. Babi Zervas is also very involved with student council and he discusses the politics and leadership issues facing students that attempt to become leaders, all at the same time when the entire school focuses on meeting the sustainable development goals. Mr. Zervas, welcome to the ACS Athens Outcast. You have been in our school since 2013 and you've taught in the Writings Research Studio for elementary, middle school and academy, language arts in middle school, but also in the ninth grade combo class. Which of these positions was the most challenging and which was the most rewarding? Thank you for having me, Mr. Papadakis. Uh, that's a great question. Um... I think initially coming here and working support in the writing studio was my biggest challenge because I hadn't any background in teaching at that time. Although my degree was in English, I never really experienced the one-on-one teaching with individuals. Um, then another major challenge was teaching and in the classroom. You know, I was teaching sixth grade and eighth grade at the time, so trying to figure this all out, I. I was lucky though because I had great support from my colleagues. That helped me out a lot. But it was a day-to-day basis, uh, learning learning as I go. And I continue to, to learn every day from my students and my colleagues as well. You mentioned the writing studio. What's the big deal about the writing studio? What is the writing studio? 
The Writing Studio is support for individuals on their writing, but it's more than just the writing. It's about capturing your ideas, brainstorming, how to structure, uh, finding the right topic or subject that suits you, because we all know that if we're not comfortable with a specific topic in writing, it does become more challenging in this aspect. It, it sounds really like a creativity cloud in there. Right, and a lot of people who dread writing don't realize it's there's more freedom than we think. Uh, if we spent more time in the early stages of the writing process, it would be a lot smoother. However, many just want to get to that end result, that final draft. You came from Chicago, a unique and very dear city to me. What prompted you to come to Athens, though? I mean, can you take us on a quick tour of your trip that led you to the gates of ACS Athens? You know, it's interesting. I was actually working in law for about seven years, and as I was about to take the LSAT, I moved to Greece on a whim. It was kind of a now or never kind of uh, situation. Uh, my mentors, the attorneys that I worked for, they said, you know, don't go to law school. You won't be happy. <laughs> and and these were attorneys, you know, 25 years, veterans. What kind of law were you practicing? It was mostly criminal defense, but uh, there was some civil and also real estate as well. And uh, it was kind of a now or never because I had come to Greece most of my summers, so I had this feeling that I wanted to live here. I wanted to be here. So I was very lucky. My family offered to that I could stay with them. And uh, here I am now. And where would you be if you had decided to stay in Chicago? I mean, were there any considerations other than teaching in your career aspirations? You mentioned law, but maybe, I don't know, you had something else in your mind also. Honestly, I, I think I'm a lot happier here in Greece. It's not just the quality of life, but finding teaching and becoming an educator. In all honesty, if I, if I had stayed in Chicago, I probably would have pursued law, and I don't think I would have been as fulfilled with my purpose as I am now. This year, you're teaching language arts and perspectives in literature in eighth grade. How important are these topics as students prepare for the academy? I mean, thinking that many students in our middle school have English as their second language, how solid must they be in order to meet the language and the academic challenges of the academy? Language is important because in translation, we kind of lose the meaning. So... In this case, you are listening we have to the to Owlcast, on what the, the official podcast of ACS to really get the true message. So a student who comes in, what kind of challenges will a new student face when they consider joining ACS Athens, especially when they're coming from a non-American school, maybe even a non-English speaking school? I think one of the biggest challenges is our philosophy of teaching. Um, in this case, the texts that we use and our approaches are different, especially if you're coming from a Greek public school. In this case, it's more emphasis on literature than, than it would be in the Greek public schools. But in this case, the real challenge is analyzing texts and being close readers, where we are not just trying to find the message, but it's how the author conveys the message. And this is through the language, the use of diction, you know, what words are they choosing to create an impact. So all of this is, we have to pay close attention to detail in this case. 
And can you share a story from your classes that maybe surprised you or inspired you to do something different or the same things but in a different way? Well, you come into class with this set lesson plan and it never really goes the way you had planned it out. And it's the dynamic of the students, the classroom. You realize at that moment that you need to make adjustments and that's just the way teaching is. But I mean, we're resilient in that way and the students do add to the the whole effect. So because there's so many different students, you need to understand where we're coming from because we need to understand how they approach it or how they see it or how they don't see it. And in this case, we, we have to adjust as we go. All students have their own potential in learning, in meeting deadlines and in achieving their individual goals. I mean, teachers know that more than everybody. What kind of mentality or strategy do you employ in order for them to realize this potential? Uh, you're dealing, after all, with adolescents, uh, maybe in the most formative years, um, as they build character and personality. How do you approach these students? I think it all starts with purpose. One of the first questions I ask my students is, what is language arts and why are you required to take it? A lot of students don't even know and they, they've never really asked the question. The whole point of language arts is first and foremost to be able to communicate. You have a voice, you need to communicate with others, your surroundings, but it's also about understanding the world and getting a better understanding of the people around you and yourself. American schools have a tradition of uh, fostering school spirit through sports, activities, extracurriculars, volunteerism, etc. We know it when we feel it. School spirit warms a school, makes everyone smile, and brings people together. It makes everyone feel that they are part of something greater than themselves. So, whether it's through community service, school-wide initiatives, or just plain old fun, a key player in cultivating school spirit is the student council. As they say, from the students and for the students. This year, you have another role to play regarding the student council in the middle school. Can you talk to us about this? What are, you, what are you doing or planning to do with the council this year? Well, this year, we have a lot more flexibility without the restrictions from COVID the last two years. Um, first thing that we did was completely different than other years. We had an official leadership retreat. So I think that our members really got a chance to understand what our purpose is and how student council can help them. We see the potential in these student council members and we need to understand what a sense of belonging and community really means. And it all starts with being a conscious citizen in this case. Um, and it does involve school spirit. Every They are the voice of middle school. They need to hear from their peers and understand exactly what we need to change or where we can find some improvement. Do you hear the typical political speech when the student council comes to comes to be before the election or is there something different? Well, there there is um, this notion uh, as far as uh, the political podium where they're trying to campaign and we're going to promise you this and we're going to do this. But we we're pretty strict on the campaigning. We tell them straight out, listen, tell us who you are. Why are you uh, the best candidate for student council? Not, you know, if you can promise 
random things. So you're the reality check. <laughs> right. It is a reality check. <laughs> we can see the, the posters that they put around this, the campus during that time. And we're really trying to, to restrain them from <laughs> filling the whole space. We have seen a lot of interesting <laughs> campaign uh, approaches over the years, but uh, yeah, we try to keep them more grounded. The ACS Athens vision calls us to empower individuals, all the members of the community, to become architects of their own learning, to thrive as conscious global citizens, and improve life and living on the planet. How can a student council member, going back again to the council, who by definition holds a leadership position among the student community, how does this person lead the rest of the school towards the, the vision of the school, towards the effort to meet the UN Sustainable Development Goals, which is the gold reference for life and living on the planet? How do your students comprehend this? I think it's, it has a lot to do with them being involved in the community based around listening and observing to what's going on. So, for example, one of the initiatives in middle school is uh, recycling. And we have student council members that are also helping Mr. Bologusis with the recycling in the school. In this case, they're also members of other clubs and other activities. So aside from being a part of student council, they are involved in other aspects of the community to understand what's needed or what's working. So if you had to decide um, to have dinner with uh, three personalities that you admire or you get inspiration from, they could be from law, they could be from education, they could be from sports, they could be from politics. Who would these people be? Wow. <laughs> I haven't heard this question in a long time, and I've always tried to avoid it. Um <laughs> Wow. I, I know as we progress in our lives and we change, we have different individuals. Um, for the time being. For the time being. Uh, I really wish I could sit down with Shakespeare um, and just kind of sit down because his works were a reflection of what was happening in society and his community. Just this amazing individual. Of course, if Shakespeare even existed, there's a, there's also that uh, there's also that question. Uh, let's see who else famous people. I, I think I would have loved to sit down with Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Looking back at the civil rights movement and what he was able to accomplish at that point, or get a better understanding of him just being tapped without any experience, being the voice. Um, I would have loved to sit down with him. Who else? Um, throughout the years. Nothing. I, I, I can't think of the third. It, maybe it'll come back to me. I'm not sure. That's okay. Mr. Bobby Zervas, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. You are listening to The Owlcast, the official podcast of ACS Athens. Make sure you subscribe to The Owlcast on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. This has been a production of the ACS Athens Media Studio. Thank you.